You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the Speeds and Spittin' Statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As usual, I want to give a big shout-out to our sports byline affiliates around the country and to the service men and women out there. Listen on American Forces Radio Network, getting a little taste of home from your boy Speeds, helping you win your leagues and win that cash. As usual, I got my boy Chris Bavona with me on the ones and twos, dropping a bomb on it. So hot that we sweat steam. We got a great show for you on a Friday heading into the weekend. We're here at Studio 34 at Rockin' Riley's Midtown Manhattan. They're having some kind of all-white party going on some lip-sync battles, so you know, in response, I had to bring in my man, Corey Parson, the fantasy executive to, you know, uh, add a little color to the whole night here at Rockin' Riley's. <laughs> How you feeling, Corey? Feeling pretty good, you know what I'm saying? Spitting statistician. Definitely glad to be rocking with you on a Friday night, you know what I mean? Everybody's like, well, why you should be doing this or doing that. It's that time of year starting to get ready for fantasy football. So always a good time to come down here, enjoy the scenery, and uh, you know talk a little fantasy football. Absolutely, with you. Get absolutely. Ready for 2017. The buzz is starting to percolate for fantasy football on front and fantasy freestyle. As you know, I've been previewing a different team every night going into uh, you know training camp. We covered the NFC North this week, so we're gonna probably bring in Corey a little bit to get a little bit of his advice, what he thinks on some of my diamonds and fugazis for the team. I know, I know that Corey also is very high on my man Cameron Meredith. Maybe we'll find out where he stacks up against all the other wideouts in that division. I'm going to give you my starters to uh, play this weekend in DFS. You know, we are now back in the second half of the baseball season. And remember, we are crowning the greatest sports movie of all time here on the Fantasy Freestyle. So we have an all-Adam Sandler matchup that I've got to tell you about. If you want to check out the polls, you can at FNTSY Radio, at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter as well. Another poll question is, which young quarterback got the most help in this offseason? There's a couple of guys that I think could take a step. Me and the Fantasy Executive will chop it up about that as well. When we come back, though, we're going to talk about the starters you need around Major League Baseball this weekend to win that cash. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician, right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Quarterback to receiver hookups, running back depth analysis, rookie values in dynasty leagues, deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount.
Yo, my mind is playing tricks on me right now on the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You got Dane Martinez, Speeds, the Spitting Statistician, Chris Pavone on the ones and twos, so hot that we sweat steam. I got the Fantasy Executive in with me as well, bobbing his head here at Rockin' Riley's. That's what we do on the Fantasy Freestyle. We drop stats over beats. You will not have your mind playing tricks on you if you're listening to uh, Dane Martinez. We hook you up for fantasy baseball. Let me give you some news and notes around the game. We've got games going on again. The Midsummer Classic is over. The nominal second half of the season has begun. Big time news out of the New York Yankees where starting pitcher Michael Pineda, I usually call him Michael Pinata, but he has been good so far this year, but not anymore. He has a partial tear of his UCL. That likely means Tommy John surgery for Big Mike in New York. The Cubs, after making that move of getting White Sox ace Jose Quintana yesterday, they may not be done addressing their rotation. Remember I told you the Cubs have a starter's ERA of almost two runs higher than last year when they won the World Series. There is reports that they are still interested in Oakland A's starting pitcher Sonny Gray because he, like Quintana, is a pitcher that would be under team control for multiple years even after this one. Indians are going to place Lonnie Hall on the DL uh, with a calf injury before you know starting the second half tonight against the Oakland A's. And in Boston, the Red Sox have designated Pablo Sandoval for assignment. This guy originally signed a five-year, $95 million contract with the Red Sox. He's hit 237 over the last three seasons and over the last two seasons has only played in 35 games. And remember, there's a couple of names out there in third base that I have been talking about that I anticipate might be on the move in the next two and a half weeks. Remember, the Chicago White Sox have declared, waved the white flag after trading Quintana. I think Todd Frazier could be moved. And also, if you look out in San Francisco, somebody that is coming back for the Giants tonight is Eduardo Nunez. If he starts playing well again, he could have some value for a team in San Francisco that is not really going anywhere. All right. It's been a long time. Remember, so we've had the All-Star break. I was out before that in Cali. So I got to give you some starters for this weekend to help you win that cash. I was getting back into my own DFS accounts thinking, you know what? I need to start making that money. It can't be only Tony Sincata. It can't be only Greg Sussman. It can't be only Frankie Stanfill. It's got to be me, too. So here's what I'm going with. You know, Carrasco, DeGrom, those are probably the chalk pitchers tonight at 9,500 and 10,900 on FanDuel respectively. But I got a couple of other options for you. First of all, the Chicago White Sox hit left-handed pitching, so I got a little sneaky stack for you. I like them today going up against James Paxton. Paxton has not been as good since he came back from the DL. I think he'll actually be highly owned. The sneaky stack is actually the White Sox against the lefty. I'm talking about Avasil Garcia. I'm talking about Melky Cabrera, Jose Abreu, and even Tim Anderson at the top of the lineup. But on the hill tonight, how about Johnny Cueto? How about Johnny Cueto at 9,000 on FanDuel? I know he hasn't pitched as great lately. But he's playing against the San Diego Padres in San Diego. And the Padres still have the worst offense in all of Major League Baseball. Have scored an MLB low 312 runs so far. And Cueto's only start against the Padres this year. He got himself a win going seven innings, striking out seven guys. I think Johnny Cueto at $9,000 on FanDuel is somewhere you can go. The other name I'll give you is Garrett Cole tonight. Garrett Cole 8,700 for the Pirates, 8,700 on FanDuel. 
FanDuel. He's been better in his last five. I know he's been off a little bit, but in his last five starts, he has four wins. He has 25 strikeouts in his last 24 innings pitch. And he is another name of a pitcher who has been linked to a couple teams in the trade market. Another young power arm under team control. He might be working to showcase himself moving forward. Then on Saturday... I like these Rockies pitchers on the road every night except tonight when DeGrom is on the hill from the Mets. And it is still drizzling here in New York. So I wouldn't mess with these Rockies tonight. But I'm talking Tyler Chatwood on Sunday. This is a good ballpark shift. You don't really get a better ballpark shift going from Coors Field to City Field, okay? So that means I like Tyler Chatwood on Saturday. And I like Jeff Hoffman on Sunday against the Mets in City Field. On Saturday, you got Michael Fulmer, who was one of the ERA leaders in the American League in the year and a half since he has been up for the Detroit Tigers. He's facing the Toronto Blue Jays, and the Toronto Blue Jays have stud TBD going for them on Saturday, okay? So I think it's a good matchup for Fulmer. I also think a cheap option. Think about Mike fulton for Atlanta. He has been sick in his last few starts. Remember, he had that no-hitter going into the ninth recently. I think he is an interesting option. You'll have Alex Wood, who is 10-0, going up against the Florida Marlins on Saturday. And the return of Madison Bumgardner at San Diego. That's a nice little first start for Mad Bum in his return after, remember, he had that uh, biking accident, but he is finally back in the second half. Also, on Sunday, you will have Jose Quintana's debut with the Chicago Cubs against Baltimore in Camden Yards. Interesting that he'll get his first start as a National League pitcher against an American League team, someone that he may, in fact, be familiar with. As we go into the second half, though, one of the things I wanted to tell you, you know, Listen, we got so much talent in our Fantasy Sports Network roster. My man Mike Florio, who does great work out there for the Roto Experts, he he had an interesting stat, okay? He looks at these hard hit percentages, and there's so much so great advanced stats right now. The exit velocity, the launch angle, all that stuff. I like the hard hit percentage. If you look at these guys over the past 30 days, you got Corey Seager, Miguel Cabrera, Aaron Judge, but there's some names in there that I think are pretty interesting. Miguel Cabrera has a hard hit rate of 54.4%, but his BABIP is only 280. To me, that means he's going to start getting luckier and luckier as time goes on. The same can be said for Clay Bellinger, who's hitting the ball hard, and his BABIP is only 266. I can see both of these guys having a slight improvement in the second half. I think these are guys that you can, uh, you know, maybe make some deals with as we go, you know, into, uh, the stretch run of the fantasy playoffs, especially when a lot of the people in your league may be starting to turn their attention to football. One person that always dominates the baseball headlines, whether it is warranted or not, is your boy Tim Tebow. And uh, I don't know if you saw, but Tim Tebow hit a walk-off. I like to call it a go-homer. He hit a go-homer for Port St. Lucie last night over the Daytona Tortugas. Who are the Daytona Tortugas? I do not know. But listen, Tim Tebow now has an 11-game hitting streak. Tim Tebow, since being promoted to Class A, is hitting 327 with 10 ribbies in 16 games. He has three homers for them. All of them going oppo. And listen to this. He sounds like he's developing as a baseball player. Listen to this quote. He says, 
The goal for me is to stay behind as many balls as I can. See it, let it get deep into my hands. When you stay behind it, it goes the other way, and I have the natural power to do damage. That sounds like Aaron Judge in the Home Run Derby. Aaron Judge in the Home Run Derby was trying to go oppo, trying to just keep his hands back. I don't know. Let me say this, though. The Mets are in full-on sell mode. They're going to sell Curtis Granderson. They're going to sell Jay Bruce. They're going to sell Esdrubal Cabrera. They're going to sell Addison Reed. They could just straight DFA Jose Reyes if they want. If in August, there's a lot of empty seats at City Field. If in September, everybody, we see the Yankees making a push for the playoffs and having the back page. Might it be possible that we see Tim Tebow? In City Field towards the end of the summer? If not, what are we doing here? You know, like, you think he's really taking the bus around all season if there wasn't a little wink, wink, nod, nod? Don't worry about it. We'll get you some at bats. We'll get you a cup of coffee at the end of the season. I'm telling you, and now my man's hitting 327. I don't know. I think it's possible. I think it's possible. But check it out. I digress. When we come back, we're going to talk football. Okay, and we're going to talk football not only with Speeds and Spitting Statistician. We're going to talk football with my man and Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. If you've been listening to the fantasy freestyle when I'm giving you guys and I'm saying, oh, he's ranked RB15, that's my man Corey Parson. That's who I go to for my rankings, for my questions. We're going to have him on the fantasy freestyle coming up next. We're going to chop it up for a little bit. It's your boy, Dane Martinez. Come on right back. This is going to be good. Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Are you looking for the most complete college football coverage on Saturday morning? Then tune into College Football Today with Joe Lisi and Rich Sermonello on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We break down every FBS conference, give you expert in-depth game analysis, and provide you with game predictions to get you set for kickoff. Your Saturday will be rocking as we talk with your favorite players from every school. Tune in every Saturday morning and start your tailgate off with us. We have you covered. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As usual, I want to give a shout-out to our sports byline affiliates. Yesterday, we previewed the Detroit Lions. I was talking about my man Jim Bob Cooter. So I want to give a big shout-out to our affiliates in Michigan, out there in Cadillac, Michigan, 1240 AM WATT, and out in Grand Rapids, 1230 AM WTKG. We got to get into the NFL real quick. I got my man Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. I heard some news and notes around the league today. I want to hear what you think about these two stories, because these are a couple guys running backs that have things attached to them. First of all, Marvin Lewis today in Cincinnati says that Joe Mixon is quote-unquote off-the-charts talent-wise, and he has to like remind everyone out there that he's only 20 years old to kind of let him develop. They said they vetted him you know, very extensively when they decided to get him, and that there's been no flags after the 2014 incidents that we all know he has, right? Now, we have another issue with running backs out down in Dallas, and I know you are very familiar with the Dallas Cowboys, Corey, and um, 
Zeke Elliott in something that has been investigated for over a year now, it seems. They are now saying that Zeke himself expects a quote-unquote short suspension after an incident that took place in 2016. Remember, there was also an incident, I think it was like St. Patty's Day, him taking a girl's top off, something like that. We're establishing patterns over here with some running backs. Corey, let me ask you real quick. Um, If... Zeke Elliott, who is, many people say, a top three running back, a top five pick in most leagues. If you were to think that he would be gone for, say, two games, what does that do? I remember in years past when I knew Le'Veon Bell was going to miss two or three games for suspensions, things like that. He was still a first-round pick. Let's bring in the fantasy executive right now. Um, Impact on your boy as a Cowboys fan over there, Zeke Elliott. Do you drop him to later in round one? No, I, I, I dropped Zeke down the board a little bit as, as far as round one goes overall, Dan. You know what I'm saying? This is a situation. They've been investigating this for a while, but where there's smoke, there's fire. So right. I do think it's a possibility that something could happen. They just wanted Zeke to chill. But as far <laughs> as fantasy football goes, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take him down a couple notches. Had him about rock solid at number four. You know what I mean? You got the two big backs at the yep. top, and then you come right back with an Antonio Brown. Then I had Zeke Elliott right there. I would also put Odell Beckham up over him. I'll move Mike Smith Mike, up. Mike, Mike Evans, Evans over him also. And maybe even I wouldn't blame anybody if they put A.J. Green over him. So in that 6-7 reign overall, that's where I would drop Zeke to right now, but nothing crazy. No other running backs over than over Le'Veon and David Johnson would go ahead of uh – would go ahead of Zeke. For example, I think my number four running back right now is Melvin Gordon. That's mine's also. Okay, you would you would still, if you're sitting, say, number eight overall in your draft, yeah. number seven overall in your draft, and they're both on the and they're both out there, and you know Zeke might miss the first two weeks of the season, you're still pulling the trigger on Ezekiel Elliott over Melvin Gordon. Yeah, no doubt, Dane. That's what I'm going to do, because here's the situation. The Dallas Cowboys opened up with the New York Giants and the Denver Broncos. They open up with the New York Giants on Sunday it's Night a, Football every it's, single it's a, season. It's a, it's a, it's a tradition. An, it's an tradition right there so those are two of the more uh, better defenses against the run anyway so how many fantasy points were you losing knocking Zeke down that draft board listen he gets back in there as the suspension is a game or two he gets back in there he takes over don't be a fool remember what happened with Le'Veon Bell last year sure. he missed three games Sure, I know. You know. He finishes RB2. He was on my team. <laughs> you know what I did? I had D'Angelo Williams the first three weeks, and I was just fine. Let's Yo, do it. This is what it is. Listen, you got Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. You got Corey Parson, the fantasy yeah. executive. And let me tell you something. As the spitting statistician, when I shave, I use the executive edge. You don't know about the executive edge? Well, let me tell you something. Friend of the show, resident fantasy sports championship winner, and my man, Corey Parson, he's put together this year the executive edge super premium package for the player who wants deep secrets that the big boys use. In common terms, it's an unparalleled package of fantasy football goodness, and it'll help take you all the way to the chip. You'll get his rankings, his auction values, high stakes draft reviews, daily video series, and and exclusive access to get this, the fantasy executive Snapchat. So basically all the smart stuff and then more video, more Snapchat that you'll get anywhere else in fantasy sports. And you know what? I'm about to go a step further right now for y'all on Fantasy Freestyle. If you use the code Dane for a special friends and family discount on the executive edge package. Corey, Snapchat for the fans out there? Tell me I, how that's going to work. I just hope nobody don't send me nothing too That's crazy. what I'm saying. I don't yeah, know if so, I'd open it up like that, bro. So far, so good. But now nah, it's news 
breaks like today with the Ezekiel Elliott situation, ex- executive edge subscribers, they get the they get the update right there to the right there to your to your mobile device. You know what I'm saying? That's what's you pop up. Pop it open, you read it right there. If you got a commentary, you want to send something back. I'm always open for that. Also, so we are getting extremely interactive in 2017 because let me tell you something, Dane. I win championships, son, yeah, and no. I, I, I my people are going to win championships too. So definitely get down with it right there. The promo code Dane is a good way to go about it. My man, the spitting statistician, you already know. You know what it is. So you can get that from the fantasy executive, but also Corey. We're going to be together on Sunday mornings oh giving God. them what they need to win their leagues and mm. win that cash on Sunday morning. It's going to be the lineup lock show. Corey Parsons is going to be hosting. I hey. am truly honored to just be one of the guys that will be out there helping people on Sunday mornings right before. I think that's going to be a good lineup. You, me, and my man, the 1099G, Benny Riccardi. We also got Chris Vaccaro <laughs> in the building. We're going to be doing it. another 1099 dude, too. Listen, listen. If you listen Listen to the lineup lock on Sunday mornings. You too will need a 1099. So it's going to be a lot of money on that set on Sunday mornings from 10, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time, right here on the Fancy Sports Radio Network. We're going to be getting you ready to, you know, make the right choices in your season long leagues. Yeah. And of course, we got the Benny, you know Yo, what I'm so saying? The DFS, the is, DFS on lock. is on lock right there. So it's going to be an excellent program right here on the Fancy Sports Radio Network. I am counting down the Sundays. Oh, day. are you kidding me? It's going to be great. So, what we've been doing on Fantasy Freestyle, because, you know, we're weeks out, but people are starting to get into it. We've been going team by team, okay? And I've been giving people, you know, in every position, maybe where there's value, where there's some diamonds in the rough, where there's some fugazis, guys you need to forget about. I've been looking at every team's schedule also, yeah. okay? Because that's real important. I've been also looking at these Vegas over-unders on win totals, and we were in the NFC North. So I want to get your take on a couple of teams, okay? Yesterday, yesterday, Corey, we did the Detroit Lions, and I want to tell you something. I had my diamond for the Detroit Lions. I'm high this this year on Eric Ebron, okay? I like Eric Ebron because here's my thesis. Tight end is one of the hardest positions to learn in the NFL, okay? you got to learn the blocking scheme and the entire route tree. Now Ebron going into his fourth year in that Jim Bob Cooter offense. They're saying he's going to stretch the defense a little more, going up against linebackers in the seam. He has increased his targets, his catches, and his receiving yards every year. I think he takes another step forward. Here's the other reason. The Lions lost Anquan Bolden. And Anquan Bolden was that boss on third down in the red zone. There's opportunity there. If the Lions aren't going to, you know, Golden Tate or Theo Riddick, I can see Eric Ebron eating all season long. How do you Eric feel about Ebron that? Eric Ebron is one of my breakout candidates for 2017. That's what it he is. He is in an excellent situation this year. Everything you mentioned, Dane, I don't even have to repeat it, but you are absolutely 100% on point. Here's the thing that I like about Ebron. Right now in these early drafts, he's going in that 8-9 round range. As the hype builds up, mm. you can see that ADP going start to jump higher. up. So listen, he's a player that people are going to be in on in 2017. But what I do like best, you named, you said it, Dane. The targets have gone up, the receptions going up year after year after year. We need games played to go up, also. Fair enough, fair enough. And listen, this is it's a, it needs to happen because this is the guy who was actually drafted one spot ahead of Odell Beckham Jr. He wow. went tenth to the Lions. <laughs> Odell went eleventh to the Giants in that year. My Fugazi, I think. You may not agree with me on this because I I, want to have a hot take every now and then. The guy I'm fading on the Detroit Lions 
is Theo Riddick. And let me tell you why. He's a PPR beast. I understand that. He's coming off two broken wrists and yeah. surgery. And here's the real reason. I got two words for you. Amir Abdullah. I think Amir Abdullah, who has been injury riddled, but was a guy that Detroit wanted, drafted, um, you know, in the second round, third round a couple years ago. He's been injury plagued. But this is a guy who can also serve as a pass catching back. And if he's healthy, I think he eats into that backfield a little bit. Do you think, um, do you think Theo Riddick winds up with a Another 70, 80, 85 catches, or is there some regression to the if mean here? If he can here? stay on the field, I do think Theo really can be a little, give you a little bit of PPR go. Now, as far as what you're talking about, Amir Abdul, you're talking about a guy that's for, for the most part has been a bust early in his NFL career. Listen, he's, that list Frank injury really messed him up pretty bad last year. Running backs with foot injuries really are kind of shaky to me, so maybe i make a dollar, make you holler if he falls too late in drafts. Not really a guy I'm going for. Now, like you said about Riddick also, coming off those double wrists. Listen, this team is going to be passing the football. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they will. They're going to be passing the football. Get involved with Matthew Stafford. He might throw the football 600 times this season. You know what I'm saying? You want Matthew Stafford. You want Ebron. You want Golden Tate. You want pieces of that passing attack in Detroit. I will leave those backs alone. But I do think that Ebron has some PPR value as an RB2. Absolutely. You brought up Matthew Stafford and Chris Bavona. Thanks for chopping it up. Putting it out there. Available on demand to everybody that subscribes to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iTunes, Spotify, whatever the case may be. We said yesterday that Matthew Stafford is the the exact reason why you need to wait on quarterbacks yep. in your draft. Why am I going to try to get myself a Matt Ryan, a Drew Brees, a Tom Brady, and invest the second, third, fourth round round pick when I can get a guy like Matthew Stafford much later on, and he's going to throw 4,200 yards as well. You, lo- you love that volume, Dane. That Absolutely. volume is what you want. Opportunity is, is what produces fantasy points, so don't get involved with the big name quarterbacks, the Breezes and stuff like that. They go a little bit too high for me. Get your position players in those rounds, hop down that board, get a guy like a Matthew Stafford I'm telling you, he's going to put up numbers for you. Absolutely. Hey, Corey, one of the other things you mentioned was someone coming off a Liz Frank injury. Another guy in the NFC North coming off a Liz Frank injury. We go to Chicago. I'm talking about tight end Zach Miller. This is a guy who people thought was in that soft underbelly, you know, of kind of like tight end 8 to 15 last year. Had a couple of stretches. I say you need to fade him. The reason also, the Chicago Bears want no part of him either. They uh, signed Deion Sims in the offseason. They drafted a kid in the third or fourth round. I know you're high on a certain pass catcher out there in Chicago. Tell me why Cam Meredith is someone that people might be sleeping on. I think when he, when he came on the scene last season, I believe he had either but seven or nine weeks where he finished, on, you know, no less than a wide receiver two week after week when he's out there getting it done. I think he already has the situation where he comes in as number one wide receiver. Kevin White can't really get on the field, so Cam Meredith has that big wingspan. I think he gets that rapport going. A team playing from behind, so Cam Meredith is the guy I will take a fly on, and so is Deion Sims, the dollar making high late on him. Alright, alright. This is the kind of heat that we will be bringing all football season long. Come on right back for more of this good stuff. Dane Martinez, Corey Parson, Fantasy Freestyle. Let go. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go.
Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I got my man, I got my man, the fantasy executive, Corey Parson, with me in the building. We were just, you know, he was in essence reconfirming my thoughts. It feels so good to have a real champion like the fantasy executive tell you, you know what, Speeds? I agree with you. It's validating. You know, I feel good about that. And we're going to be doing it all season long. We're here live at Rockin' Riley's in Midtown Manhattan. I was saying, you know, we talked about some of the NFC North, but we got a poll question up here right now. And if you want to get at us on Twitter, you absolutely can. At Fantasy Radio on Twitter, you could always ask me questions. Holler at me at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter all season long. The question we have that's going up right now is, which young quarterback received the most help? You know, in this offseason. And the choices were Carson Wentz in Philadelphia, getting Alshon Jeffrey, Torrey Smith, Garrett Blunt. You know, and, and one person who should not be overlooked, getting Lane Johnson back at right tackle mm-hmm. to play, you know, the entire season. The Philadelphia Eagles may have one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. Is it Carson Wentz? Is it Jameis Winston, who I know, Corey, you are very high on, getting guys like Deshaun Jackson, drafting O.J. Howard to help Jameis Winston take that next step? You know, accuracy doesn't matter. When you got a big guy like OJ Howard or when Deshaun Jackson can go out and get it. There's also Derek Carr. Derek Carr got help, you know, beast mode in the backfield, in between the tackles for him. Or was it Marcus Mariota in Tennessee? Remember, exotic smash mouth was the way they were going for it, but they drafted Corey Davis. And then what may be in a surprise free agent signing, a very solid touchdown receiver in Eric Decker. What do you think, Corey? Let's take these guys one by one. Yeah. I know you are so so high on Jameis Winston. I've heard you think he can crack the top six or seven in quarterbacks this year. You think that he'll be getting drafted the same level as guys like Drew Brees by the time we roll around. Why are you so high on Jameis Winston and the Bucks this year? I mean, they put the offense exactly in the position where they want him to be. You know what I mean? Like you look at what he had last year. Obviously, the connection he had was Mike Evans. It worked, it worked wonders last year if you were a Mike Evans owner. Now you bring in another playmaker outside on the other side and Deshaun ja- Jackson. He can pop the top on the defense better than just about any player in the NFL. Then you give him that big body beast matchup, a matchup problem with OJ Howard. He has all the weapons in place to put together a fantasy season. Like I said, I think he could crack and maybe push that top five to a point where we can see him right underneath the big ones, the big guys next year, like the Bradys and the Breeders and the Rodgers and stuff like that. He has been set up perfectly. Dirt cut, a very fantasy-friendly coach. Everything is set up, and Jameis Winston as a young man is ready to fly, and so is that Tampa Bay Buccaneer team. Are you not concerned about his accuracy issues? I mean, he has not been the most accurate quarterback going forward, and that's why he has receivers like Mike yeah. Evans and Big Boy. You think he takes that next step this year? He's working so hard right now in the offseason that he wants to be great, and you see him saying this all the time. So, and, they, and they're putting a ton on his shoulders, and I think the young man can handle it. Listen, when it comes to the accuracy thing, I don't mind my quarterback being a little bit helter-skelter because sometimes, spitting speeds, it puts them in a negative game script. And a negative game script means more passes, more passes, more passes, more passes, and you can get that yardage out of volume. You can get those touchdowns out of volume, and your wide receivers can rack up those PPR points out of volume. Okay, let's keep it moving, though. I talked about Marcus Mariota and the help that he got down in Tennessee with Corey Davis as a first-round pick. Then they signed Eric Decker, which is, in essence, like the prototypical number 2 wide receiver on the other side. You know they have the great tight end already in Delaney Walker. You know about exotic smash mouth behind them, a very strong offensive line. People, you know, similar to Derek Carr, until Marcus Mariota got his leg broken in December, they were in the playoff chase, and Marcus Mariota looked like he was progressing as a quarterback as well. You don't 
don't think about the Tennessee Titans as like a dynamic offense per se, but uh, they are actually, Corey, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. They are my pick to win the AFC South this year. I think the Titans take a big step, and I think they're led by up-and-coming ascending quarterback Marcus Mariota. Do you think Corey Davis and Eric Decker can help out Mariota? Eric Decker would be a problem issue. I put his name inside the Inside Injuries app, and, the, and my phone started <laughs> right. shaking, so be careful with Eric Decker. Yo, listen, the kid Corey Davis is the real deal, though. He's going to get involved. Him and Marcus Mariota are going to create a, a pair for years to come, but he is a player I like maybe as a wide receiver four, wide receiver five this season. That running game is put in place. Marcus Mariota also has the ability to, to run, run the football himself, get you an extra sneaky touchdown if he runs for 40 yards in the game. Delaney Walker's a nice piece on the outside also. You saw the connection last season with Rashad Matthews. Like, listen, you talk about a team that runs the football a lot, but once again, another young quarterback in a very fantasy-friendly offense. Marcus Mariota, you look how efficient he was last exactly. season. Exactly. Statistician. Did not Man. make mistakes and could run the ball, okay? so it's Extremely efficient, throws touchdowns without throwing the ball too much. So Marcus Mariota is a player. Listen, I like Jameis a little bit better than Mariota, but Mariota is a player I don't mind going to war in the fantasy football season. Okay, now another young quarterback that we're talking about in this poll question similarly had a great season going until in December he broke his leg we're talking about Derek Carr out there in Oakland now he already has you know Cooper and Crabtree out there but he was helped by getting beast mode in the backfield you know they also got Jalen Richard that they like to mix in as well what do you think is the impact of getting a Pro Bowl caliber tackle breaking running back behind you when you already have you know weapons on the outside what is that going to do to the fronts that he's seeing, to the schemes that Derek Carr is going to have to read, having beast mode behind them? How do you think that impacts Derek Carr? Where do you see him landing? No, somewhere like team, the, eight or nine, somewhere he, as a quarterback, maybe? He's in that range. I think I got maybe Carr, and he's, a, he's definitely a QB1. I don't know if he's 11 or 12 right now, okay. but uh, you can definitely check out the rankings and the executive yes. edge that's available for you right now. Yes. Now, here's the thing what I, I love about the situation that he has. First of all, you say you get beast mode in this, this is ascending team. You know, strong running game, the quarterback best friend, at excellent offensive line as he continues to grow. So this is number one target in Amari Cooper. And I know people have been, you know, somewhat disappointed in Cooper's development, but I think Cooper's ready to have a real big-time season as the number one guy out there. Michael Crabtree still getting it done. So Derek Carr, the pieces are set up, pieces are in place. They can scheme it up very good. This is a team that can find themselves in the Super Bowl this year. Listen, I agree. I think the Oakland Raiders are a challenger to the New England Patriots, especially if Khalil Mack can get his way against Tom Brady coming off the edge in an AFC championship game or something like that. They didn't want to see them last year. No, they did not. They were lucky. And you know what? I feel so bad for Donald Penn, the left yep. tackle of the Oakland Raiders. My man allowed one sack all season long. It was the sack that broke Derek Carr's leg. That's just unfortunate. It, it is absolutely unfortunate. The last quarterback that I mentioned in this poll, we go to the NFC East, and we're talking about Carson Wentz. In his second year, remember... Carson Wentz had a great start to the season last year. The first four or five weeks, people were saying, oh, this guy's the chosen one. This guy will be the face of the franchise for the next 12 years. And then he fell off a cliff. I maintain that part of that was that he lost his right tackle, Lane Johnson. But what do they do this year? They said, you know what, Nelson Aguilar, that's not going to cut it. You know what, Jordan Matthews, it may be nice, but you could be a wide out three for us. They went out and got probably the best wide receiver in free agency. I'm talking about former Chicago Bear Alshon Jeffrey, but they weren't done. They're looking, they look to replace one-time Eagle Deshaun Jackson with another wideout who's kind of a deep threat in Torrey Smith. And then, similar to the Oakland Raiders getting beast mode Marshawn Lynch, the Philadelphia Eagles turn around and get my man LGBT 
writes LeGarrette Blunt. This guy with 17 touchdowns last year still couldn't sniff a Pro Bowl nod. I think when you combine LeGarrette Blunt with a guy like Darren Sproles with that offensive line, everything is in place for Carson Wentz as a second-year quarterback to prosper. Now, I know he's not necessarily a viable you know, fantasy quarterback, except if you're in the super flex or two quarterback leagues, things like that. But what does this do for the Philadelphia Eagles offense in general? No, I think he can might even be able to flirt with quarterback one. Really? Yeah, because they really? put the pieces around him real nice. Listen, don't sleep on Alshon Jeffrey. When Alshon Jeffrey is right and he's healthy, he's on the field. Let me tell you something. That dude goes up there. He gets 80 balls. He'll catch double the touchdowns for you. He's the guy that cannot be guarded. Torrey Smith is a better NFL player than he is a fantasy asset. Right. But I like that. Because he takes the top off the defense. It's going to make it better for a guy say like Zach Ertz yeah. this year. Where do you have Zach Ertz? I got you know? Zach Ertz inside of my top 10 and inside of my top 10 of the tight ends. He's a guy that's familiar with Wentz already. Right. Kind of like a security blanket out there. But listen, criminally, criminally underrated this season is Jordan Matthews. He's going to move back into that slot where he's most comfortable at. He's a player with another year of chemistry of working with Carson Wentz. He is going like ninth, eighth, ninth round of drafts right now. Woo. You think there's That's enough? You think there's enough for catches ev- right there. 75 catches for Jordan Matthews. You think there's enough for everybody to eat in Philly? Because you know Darren Sproles is going to get some. You just said Zach Ertz is a top 10 tight end. You talked about how Alshon Jeffrey, if healthy, and I don't know, you just put in Eric Decker in your inside injuries app. <laughs> what happens when you put in Alshon Jeffrey? He's actually healthy soft now. T- soft tissue trauma yes. does not go away that easy. Just ask my boy Arian Foster. He'll tell oh, you. Man. But then when I'm talking about Alshon Jeffrey, Torrey Smith, Zach Ertz, you know, Darren Sproles, who's definitely going to catch some balls out of yep. the backfield. You li- you think there's enough for Jordan Matthews to also eat as a third wide receiver on that team out of the slot? I think, I think the young quarterback's eyes is going to go to Jordan Matthews because he's the guy he's most familiar with and comfortable with. Listen, what was out there with Jordan Matthews last year? Nelson you know what I'm Aguilar, Dorio Green, Green Beckham. Beckham. And they traded for Dorio Green Beckham. They sure did. Like, what, what, why did we do that? <laughs> now they got some real playmakers out there. They got the pieces they need. The reason why the offense fell off is because his targets fell off and like, and, and like the the, the injury to Lane Johnson. Obviously, you get Ryan Matthews off that team more than likely. So he is set up. You're right. I do like him more as a quarterback to a bench play unless you're in a two-quarterback league. But don't be surprised if a lot of times throughout the course of the bye week, you have no problem throwing Carson Wentz in your lineup, especially if you stream quarterbacks. All right, all right. Let's get into it real quick. I did the whole read for you, Corey. You know what we're getting yeah. with this. Tell me more. Tell me more about this Snapchat feature because I've never – I'll tell you what. I've never heard of this before. You are a pioneer. You're showing innovation in the game, man. How are you interacting with fans on Snapchat? I need to learn more. I mean, just for example – Day when the, when you heard the news and report about Adam Schefter, I went right into my story. You know what okay. I mean? And I sent it private, of course, only for the subscribers to the Executive Edge, sure. which you can get at RotoExperts.com. Send them the updates right there. Guy hits me back. Oh, I got a draft tonight. What do you think about this? What about that? I shoot him right back a message. Face to face interaction, just like that, right there on the snap. It hasn't been done. But that's I'm why, saying, that's, you're blazing trails, man. You're like Damian Lillard out that's here. That's why they brought me here. That's what it is, yo. That's what it is. And so, so let's get out this poll real quick. What would you say here? Carson Wentz, Jameis Wentz. You say Jameis Wentz got helped the most. It's my man crush. You're really you know big. I mean? You're big yeah. on him this yo, year. Yo, I'm going to tell you something. Hashtag I, all quarterbacks matter. There you go right there. I'm pushing the kid up. I think I was fooling with my rankings the other day. I got him at six now. Wow. I, I got him all the way up at six now. I think Jameis Winston is in for a big year. I don't think he flirts with 5,000, but definitely. 4,500 yards and 30 touchdowns should be in the, in, the, in the mix. So that means you got Jameis Winston ahead of Russell Wilson? I got him right outside. I got him right ahead. I got him one spot ahead of Russell Wilson. You have him ahead of Derek Carr? I have him ahead of Derek Carr. You have him ahead of K 
Cam Newton? Yes. Oh, I'm, Kirk I'm not, Cousins? I'm not on Cam Newton. I have him ahead of Kirk Cousins, but I like Kirk Cousins a lot. Wow. I'm off Cam Newton. I'm off Cam Newton. Stay away from Cam Newton. I agree. I've been talking to everybody about Cam Newton. I think their their offense is going to be completely different this year. The Panthers made a conscious effort in Christian McCaffrey and Curtis Samuel. I think that's going to do a lot of things schematically. If you're a defense and you see Christian McCaffrey and Curtis Samuel in the huddle, yeah. you don't know what personnel to use. And they're going to wind up having Christian McCaffrey on a linebacker a lot of times, having read options with Curtis Samuel. You know Cam, the threat he is as well. I think the Panthers are going to be a much better real NFL offense than fantasy offense. That's just one man's opinion. No, I agree with you. Maybe that is the way it happens, but I I don't like the first year in a system. That's one of the things. I like the, for my fantasy players, I like players that have been in the system year after year after year, like a T.Y. Hilton, where sure. you already know what you're going to get year after year after year. You mentioned T.Y. Hilton and the Colts year after year after year. At what Scary. point? At what point do you start to get here? Because I mentioned Cam Newton, right? Mm-hmm. And he had this surgery Labor. on his soldier, but he's all right. He's throwing. Are you worried about Andrew Luck yet? I'm starting to get worried about Andrew Luck. I'll be honest with you. Listen, if we do not, if if we don't have no good news, we don't see him on the field by the dress rehearsal. It's time. To, it's time to sing the, the dress rehearsal, man. He needs to be throwing bef- well before well, that. No, he needs to be throwing before that. But You're I'm talking about week three of the preseason. See, I, I want him playing a half in week in week three. Sure, sure, but I want to hear some news on him before that. I need to hear some good things before some, that. You need to hear something yeah. by, the second week, by the second week in August? Uh, yeah, I when there's still training camp going on, when they're scrimmaging. Like if they were on hard knocks, I need if, to know if he, about this. If he's this. not throwing by the beginning of August, yeah. I'm going to drop him down the draft board. And they're going to holler at Tony Romo. We'll see you about that. Oh, Yo, that. When we come back, though, <laughs> we're going to tie a nice, neat little bow on this episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. I got my man Corey Parson, the Fantasy Executive Speeds, the spitting statistician, right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Quarterback to receiver hookups. Running back depth analysis. Rookie values in dynasty leagues. Deep sleepers. Training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. And it's power-packed with so much more, including fully sortable player projections and a custom cheat sheet generator. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at rotoexperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount. Get on board to the fastest-growing fantasy sports radio network in the business. Featuring the FSTA award-winning on-target fantasy, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the rookie of the year in the industry, and it's only growing. Fantasy Sports Radio Network at FNTSY.com slash radio. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician. We're here on the Fantasy Freestyle, and I am live and direct with my man, Corey Parson, the Fantasy Executive. We're going to be holding you down all football season long with the message. Like Grandmaster Flash right here. Don't push me. I'm too close to the edge. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm trying to not to lose my head. We're going to be doing that every Sunday. Like I said, Corey told us about some of these up-and-coming quarterbacks. The one thing I still want to get into, Corey, I don't know if you know, but we are crowning the greatest sports movie of all time. Let's do it. Here. And we got an all-Adam Sandler matchup in the football <sighs> How about in the that? football region right now. We have the water boy going up against the longest yard. Are you familiar with either of these movies? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm definitely big Adam Sandler fan. Okay. familiar with both of those movies. This is an easy one. Even Both great movies, but this is an easy one for Where me. Where you going? Right oh, you know I got to go with Bobby Boucher. Bobby <laughs> Boucher. Slap hands. Slap hands. Well, all of y'all, well, relying. must be wrong with Joe Medulla, <laughs> Ablam. That's right. That's right. And right now, 76% of the people agree, and they want to put the Medulla Oblongata, and what was it, like South Louisiana, the Bayou, whatever it was, they are up 76% of the vote over the Longest Yard. They may be our second entry into the Sweet 16. Adam Sandler, though, is all over the place in this tournament. Happy Gilmore is yep. still alive. It faces off, though, against Rocky in a second-round matchup. That is a 1-8 matchup Ooh. of our wild-card region. So keep it locked. Dun, you can dun, vote dun, on Twitter. You can definitely vote at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter as we look to crown the greatest sports movie of all time. Chris Pavona, it's great to have you back with me Monday through Friday. How are you doing, Chris? Uh, you what you rocking with this this weekend? Oh, you dropping a bomb on it. You know what it is. Man, I'm dropping a bomb on Memphis this weekend. Memphis? Yeah. Yo, let me tell you something. You ever heard of the Purple Church? I have. You need to maybe, I don't know what kind of trip you're having, but uh, if you want to stop. birthday. Oh, uh, then maybe you should not stop by the Purple Church maybe in I that won't. in that point. But that's all right. That's all right. Corey Parson here. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. We are about to get up out of here, but I hope everybody has a great weekend going into the summer. You know, uh, I'm feeling the buzz for football. It's big things you start to feel after the All-Star game. A lot of people start turning the page. Next week, we're going to go into the AFC. West. We're going to keep our tournament going on. All that and more. Come on back next week. Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. Oh,